What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Claudia. And Jordan, we're back with TGIF. Of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's going on, Claudia? What's up, Al? Happy Thursday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. I look like a big old Skittle bag. I mean, you taste the rainbow. And please welcome Funky Dineva. Hey. <laughs> so oh, Al, there were so many places I could have went with you looking like know, a big old Skittle bag. No, I just I said I'm not even going to do him like this on Thursday. You will let him live. I'm going to let him live. And Funky's so ghetto. Who comes to work eating goldfish out the top of the show? We ain't even <laughs> one minute in the show. All right. <laughs> it's for dramatic effect. We you know. <laughs> right. Oh, y'all drinking tonight? What we doing? Yes. <clears throat> White wine for me. I'm, I'm doing a little tea and lemonade on a farmer. Okay. I'm on some water. I gotta get up real early tomorrow. I'm going to Aruba tomorrow on my yearly trip, so cannot wait. Girl, I'm convinced you hunching the Prime Minister Aruba. Ooh, <laughs> I wish I was. Damn, you got your Lisa Ray going on, something going on there <laughs> with you and somebody in there. Is Aruba really that nice? I, you know, I was in Mexico this past weekend and it's yeah. just been like this Caribbean place. I need to check out Aruba. So I went. She, she talked was to me. Was it nice? Coming. Did you like it, Al? Loved it. The, the, if you're really, if you're a water girl, like I'm, I'm in the water the whole time. So if you're in the water, it's to me, it's one of the top beaches in the world. Okay, food is really good too. The food is, yo, Al, well, remember the sushi like a, at the Ritz? How good that was? Yeah, the sushi's good, but Q, they have like a PF Chang's. They got a Philippe Chow. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They do have, have a few a PF Chang's, but they have like high end restaurants that you know you're gonna get you some good food. Okay. And, they, and then the local food, they have a place called Wacky Wahoos where it's like, it's not a chain restaurant, but it's like, it's a, it's for them. And it's so flavorful and good. But it's so funny you said that about having someone there to hunch because I didn't know this about the men in Aruba. Last time I was there, I was in the gift shop and it was all these keychains and cups and they were all shaped like dicks. Oh, you didn't know? Aruba men are this place for a reason. So mm. I didn't even know to me, but I don't know. I've never been with an Arubian. Go on over there and figure it out, child. You got a whole alley. Let me tell you something. You post, listen, you post a slut out where you don't stay because people <laughs> don't know you. So just go over there, lay it low and spread it wide and then come back, <laughs> back innocent like I do. Uh, right, I kind of <laughs> wanted to like invite people, so not people, but a person, but I'm like, ah, I think I'm just going to hang out with my friends. So yeah, hey. hang out with your friends. Mm -hmm. mm, they don't get that until they special, special. All right, y'all, let's get into this hot tea the love and hip-hop atlanta star spice has responded to the erica mena altercation take a look i did not say anything bad about erica's son it was very embarrassing to how she was behaving in front of like the dignitary people um there were 16 different mayors and vice mayors and people that was there looking at me crazy like what's going on all right, now to recap it, um, it was announced that Erica Mena would not be returning to the cast of Love & Hip Hop Atlanta next season after calling Spice a blue monkey on a recent episode. So what are your thoughts on Spice's response? Alice, go to you first. Listen, I think Spice didn't tell no lie. I think what she said is relevant. And like I said before, we simply cannot be on national television and on multiple platforms. We are not allowed to use that racial slur. That is a racial slur. 
to the point of, you remember in 2019, the NAACP censored the Dr. Seuss comic, I mean, all of their literature for taking that word monkey out of all of their printed work because of the connotation that it has towards slavery and the hundred years of using that word. I 100% do believe, though, that if Spice was lighter, I think the conversation and how the people reacted to her would be different. And they would receive the fact that this is just not a good word to be using towards each other, just like we don't use the N-word anymore. It's the same way we shouldn't be using the monkey word anymore on national television. All right. Q, what do you have to say? What do you think? Everything else said, I agree with. However... I'm gonna need Spice situation, and here is why. Spice, all things constant, you got lucky. And here is why you got lucky. If it was not for Erica using that slur, all the heat that Erica is getting right now, you actually would be catching. Spice would be catching because Spice did go low, all right? And I'm not saying, I am not implying because she went low, that means Erica was allowed to use a racial slur. That's not what I'm saying. But all things constant, had Erica not used that racial slur, Spice, it's actually you that would be in the hot seat right now because that comment about your son not liking you, it was relatively low and a little bit of uncalled for for the situation that y'all were in at that moment. And you know how women and mothers love to don't talk about nobody kids. Y'all wasn't in y'all. You're not a victim. You're not a victim. Like, low-key, you semi-worthy aggressor. Erica just shot your ass with a bigger bullet. Erica is being dealt with right now. I think you should just chill out and be thankful that you got away escalate and it had nothing to do like the stuff that they were saying to me it was just like out of nowhere like it just seemed like it really escalated you know and, and I, you get, know what? Go, yeah. I get those fights are highly emotional and people go for the jugular and they've been allowed to do it for so long where no one said anything I just find it interesting that listen let's not act like this is the first time some on all the reality shows like some real low racist stuff it's evil stuff horrible stuff but you know we're, we're in different times now and i just need people to not be so performative with it you know sometimes i'm like mm, this done been edited shot talked about in meetings and then released and the backlash came then it's like something that it's like oh it's a crisis but it was what it definitely was wrong and at this point erica you have black children you know what that means you know what that you know, means. You know what i was gonna say claudia I, i've come to feel i'm gonna read a comment and then go go where i'm going um PRT Diva said, Erica's son does not mess with her. Everyone has been saying that. No, no, that's not the comment I wanted to read. Shante Thomas says, Spice did not talk about her kids. She spoke about Erica's parenting. There is different. There's a difference. While I agree, y'all are splitting hairs at this point. Because y'all know saying your child is ugly, which is talking about the child, and saying that's why your son don't love you, it hit the same. It hits the exact same. And I want to tell y'all what I have figured out lately. Y'all, meaning the viewing public, y'all pick and choose when y'all want to be outraged based on how you like the person. 1,000%. Because I'm going to be very honest with you, and I hate to keep bringing this up. 
the situation that we just got out of with um, Chloe Bailey's situation. And I've even said this to the producers on this show. I've said far worse things about Sexy Red and Sukiyana on this show. And y'all ass ain't bad or I. I've called Sexy Red every STD latent you know what, and ain't nobody bad a damn eye. But when you like the person, and so because y'all are so mad at Erica at this point for the racial slur, which is warranted, now y'all want to split hairs. She wasn't talking about her, her children. She's talking about her parenting. Same. I do agree with you with some of that. I, I will say if, uh, so, you know, with those two, you know, I could see people taking a side of each one. I think sometimes if someone's like just catching a stray, that's a little bit different. And I think that's what happened with the Chloe situation. We have to admit that she caught a stray. She should have even been mentioned. Right. But that's behind us now. But no, you she are... was the story. But go ahead. she was the story. But go ahead. Well, I mean, defending her sister was what she's supposed to have done. And I do. But I will say this. You are right about if they like you. I see people say far worse things than any of us say, that a lot of us say on this show. And, and, and if they like them, they don't say anything. But if they don't like you, they will make stories about it. They make videos about you. They will protest. They'll have petitions. They'll do all that kind of stuff. And that's something that we have to admit that. If we like you, we're going to rock with it. If we don't like you. Because a lot of people have no problem when Hazel Lee gets dragged and says that a lot of stuff gets said about her. People saying if Erica was dark-skinned, would it have been an issue? Um, I'm seeing a lot of people being very, very emotional about it. All right, y'all. I'm sure this isn't the last. Okay. Um, in recent interview with Carlos King, uh, Jocelyn Hernandez shared her thoughts on mothers. Take a look. I just feel like a lot of moms don't take responsibility for them not taking care or guiding their kids the way they need to be guided or the way they need to be dealt with. And I just felt like I could have been so much further in life if she was just a better mom. Uh, just a note, the, the clip is courtesy of Carlos King's reality with the King podcast. Now, do you agree with Jocelyn? And do you think baby uh, Bonnie Bella can be the one to break the cycle, Al? Mm -hmm. It would be nice if it was. But let me tell you, first of all, this is the Jocelyn I like. This is a Jocelyn that when you sit down and you listen to her talk about her life, she talks about her mother quite often. This is the Jocelyn, I can connect with. And I would never dismiss Jocelyn's comments because conditions of your upbringing and the quality of parenting you receive can significantly influence someone's well-being and their future. That I agree with for everything from social cognitive skills to your achievement, to your self-esteem. The one thing that I would like to see though, Jocelyn, because you talk a lot about your mother, you talk a lot about that, 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 that pain, that's called trauma. This is something, instead of sitting down and sharing it just with Carlos, I think you need to sit down and share it with your mother and maybe even a professional counselor. Because if you continue to try to self-manage or self-manicate this trauma, it is gonna drift into your daughter's ability to break this, this, this chain. So, I mean, I love this. My heart goes out to you for talking about this and sharing this, but I think you might wanna take it to the next step and share it with someone professionally so that you can guide this through so that your daughter doesn't have to take on that same trauma and that same pain that you have that you got from your mother. Yeah, what do you think? You know, I have such a love-hate relationship with Jocelyn, right? To Al's point, this is the Jocelyn I love. This is the Jocelyn I could connect with. 
But then you scroll one blog post up and it's her calling the girls on Cabaret all kind of bitches, how they not on her level, her slapping police, her looking drunk high and everything else, allegedly, and going to jail, putting her daughter at risk of not having a mother and being in all types of situations. So it, it's hard for me to take her serious at times because all of this mother-daughter connection falls under that women empowerment umbrella. And it's just so hard for me to take you serious on one token, crying about the mama, but then you over here, you know, acting the way you act with other women and the way you talk to them and do them. It, it's just not all connecting for me. I have a problem with people that want us to have all the sympathy in the world for you because of your mom, your mom, and you deserve to have empathy, I suppose, right? But knowing how you feel and how your mother made you feel, Jocelyn, to go ahead and turn around and do the evil things you do to others. And I get hurt people, hurt people, and we can use that as an excuse in our early teens, early adulthood, maybe into at some point in your life, you do become aware of your issues, right? Like, you know what, I do this and I know why I do this because I X, Y, and Z, my mom was around. Or I know I have daddy issues so sometimes I look for validation men because of my daddy issues. But to keep on going interview and the vulnerability, vulnerability was beautiful. But like you said, a post later, are you gonna be choking a black woman on your show? Are you going to be spitting in a black girl's face? Are you going to make fun of someone for having an abortion? We've seen you be very violent and very abusive to nothing but black women. And you're raising a black woman. Y'all know I don't bite my tongue. I don't really have a love for Jocelyn, but I think she's funny and I think she's pretty. And I think it's tragic because I think she had so much potential. But at the end of the day, you show us vulnerability and we want to rock with you. And then we know Jocelyn's cabaret, you're going to be right back assaulting someone on your show. Well, so I, she, go ahead. I, I wish one of these times it would really stick and she would, when you go seek help, then I'm going to really be like, you know what? I rock with you. I can respect something like it that wants to change. You were saying she had potential. And I was just saying she over there with your second employer, Zeus, getting all, getting all her potential fully realized. They the ones paying her to act like this, honey. But the people, the people seem to have an attitude with me when I said Zeus was borderline the devil for all this, you know what I'm saying? I understand, Jocelyn, because when you're poor and you come from the strip club and you're giving all this money for negative behavior, in your mind, that's called getting money. And that's yeah. why she does it. And it's platforms like your other employer, Zeus, and Mona them had their hands in it. That's responsible for this. First of all, they're one line of 55 or 80 lines on my resume. They're not my other employee. But I do try to go there with trying to bring a little bit of something else when I do go there. It's I try. I know it's an uphill battle, but you're right. She's getting positively rewarded. All right. Coming up next, find out which politician says he's sticking around for four more years uh, and later find out why a film director is receiving the side eye. We'll be back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell announced that he's going to finish out his Senate term, which ends in 2027. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's saying, no, he ain't. That's what you think. God's got another plan for you, yo. It's in God's hands or Satan's. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we see, we're going to get in trouble for that. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> McConnell's announcement comes just weeks after the 81-year-old was seen completely freezing up in a press conference. Take a look. And a string of uh, uh... Are you good? Okay, All right, y'all. Do you think he's um old Mitch is fit to finish his his term? Uh Al. Okay, y'all, don't laugh at me. But do you guys think that Mitch McConnell is being held against his will in this job? Like, seriously, somebody need to launch an investigation of elderly abuse on the Republican Party because it's clear, it's quite clear that he's unhealthy and it looks like he don't want to do this job no more. Like, I, I promise you, I think they are afraid that there's going to be a power dynamic shift and, and all of his greatness and all of his leadership is going to be lost if they lose him these next four to five years. Because I promise you, there is no way I would go to work every day and be glad to be there and can't remember why I'm there or what I'm saying and stopping what I'm saying. And like Claudia was like, you can ready to say he, he's falling down at work. That's a true sign that he does not need to be there. And he got that mask face, they called it. Like, like he had polio when he was young. He's been, like, it's time. Yo, yo, President, uh, former President Trump was always coming for his wife because she's from China, like, just going in. Q, what you think? Should he sit down or should he ride it out? Like, you know, like Biden is, Diane Feinstein, who she needs to sit down as well. What do you think? Sit down. Listen, in 90 days, the bitch going to be laying down, okay? Six <laughs> feet under from the, the looks of things. To Al's point, I'm less mad with the party and more mad with his family. All right. And the deeper, I, I really want to know the why. But I understand the politics side, but for the family, the wife, the, the children, I'm assuming, your family supposed to have your best interests at heart. Why has no one said, I don't give a damn about this job? Popeye needs to sit down. He needs to rest. He not going back in there. It really makes me look at certain people's need for power and dominance. And it's like, damn, that thing that y'all fighting for drives y'all and fuels y'all that hard that y'all will prop up a man that's half past dead. And he ain't even, the quiet as kept, he ain't even saying nothing because his mouth don't work. <laughs> so I'm not even like, can they just leave him home and be like, hi, my name is Quentin Latham, and today I'm speaking as the proxy for Mitch McConnell? Like, I'm just not understanding. He ain't even saying his mouth don't work. The deal that cracks me up is when he go into this frozen moment, they already seen it happen two or three times. You've seen the man fall. Nobody comes to his rescue. They just look at him and like, you okay? They don't like, like him. Right. They know him. Let me tell you this. Like. He, to Q's point, he's very much addicted to the power because he could leave that office. If he's concerned about the Republican Party and like the, the balance in the Senate. Okay, Kentucky has a, a Democratic governor. OK, so the governor usually can pick the, the person that's the seats uh, when it's an open Senate seat. They can appoint. Oh, that's what he's holding. On that's to. what he's holding. No, 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 no. But let me say, let me finish this. Kentucky is like the only state, right, where he's not going to be able, the governor won't be able to. 
It's the one state that he won't be able to. So I'm uh, saying he's safe. He's got nothing to worry about. Right. Right. He's safe. So that shows that he's he just wants to be there. Maybe he'll uh, like his wife. See now. Oh, you know what? Hold on now. You know when the old people be with the dementia and they be like, leave them in their house because it'll make it progress worse. Get in their little routine. He been coming in there since um, George Washington built the place. So maybe they're actually helping him by allowing no, him to no, do his daily no. Listen, I'm trying to find a silver lining out. Help Not me out. you physically, he's falling down. He fell but down. Al, they make wheelchairs for that. They make stuff for that. Our governor's in a wheelchair. He could just roll his ass out of there. But I, you know, when, when I worked on Price is Right and, and rest in peace, Bob Barker, towards the end, he was totally clueless about the games. So everybody else pretended that like if he got a game wrong, we would be like, yeah, Bob, that's it. I think they just, I, maybe they feel like if he quits doing what he loves, maybe he'll die. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know. Go towards the light, Mitch. What what you say? He looked half past dead already. <laughs> a little half dead. He do. And speaking of somebody else that looked half dead, at least they hairline, Lord have mercy. You know what? Let's get into this. When you're talking hairline, you can only be talking about ESPN personality Stephen A. Smith was recently interviewed by... Sh <laughs> All right, everybody. Everybody be good. By Shannon Sharp on his Club Shay Shay podcast and was asked about his very private love life. Stephen A. Smith told Sharp that he would cancel a woman if they ever went public about their relationship. Stephen A. went on to say that he doesn't like sharing his personal life because it's simply nobody's business. Now, we think about this. Is Stephen A. Smith wrong for this? And do you prefer keeping your love life private? Q, I know you claim to be, you know, a classy-based woman. Um, <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't even look you in the eye when I said that. So I know you, you kind of low-key private about your when you care mm -hmm. about. First of all, what do you think about Stephen A. Smith before we get to how you feel about yourself? But think about this Stephen A. Smith. If you was dating Stephen Smith, wouldn't you want to scream it from the rooftops? Because like he's <laughs> we finna get in trouble, but I don't care. Child, the way he was saying, "Person that chairs, we sure it's a woman that's hiding in the rafters." That's the first thing. Come on, Q, are you saying? Uh, what are you number saying? two? Number two, um, you know, I, I'm gonna say this. Um, I think when it comes to the sports, and I'm not a sports person, but I just listen to him. And I think he's one of the best to ever do it. He's very knowledgeable. And, but I'm going to say this. As somebody who has sat in this pop culture space for a while, that's not the space for you, Stephen A. Smith. I just don't like him in this space. I don't want to know you personally. Um, because to be honest, in my opinion, he doesn't have a likable media personality outside of sports mm -hmm. the way he's his his composition is sports genre i don't want to hear dating relationship kim kardashian i don't want to hear any of that coming from you it looks very lame with him jumping into it this late in the game um your hairline is too far back for your commentary to be so far forward um you and <laughs> that was kind of bars a little bit. That was kind of, that was kind of bars a little bit. You can't you you can't be. Uh, what is it? What do you mean it's harsh? What, what now we got? 
Censorship? I'm, I'm you, no, scared. no, I said that was, I didn't say that. I, I, I gave, no, no, let me, let me finish. I gave you a compliment. I said that oh. was bars. Like when someone drops oh, like, bars. I thought you said harsh. God dang. I thought you said harsh. Yeah, I didn't. Did you get you some sex this weekend? I thought you said. I said bars. You said Carolina be so bad before we. Okay. Anyway, um, but a broken clock is twice is right twice a day. And to his point, and I've even said this on this show, I think you're a freaking idiot to be a public person and to uh put your relationship public. I just look at, you know, my little situation. Imagine if coming off my little situation from last week, if them people knew who my guy was. Oh yeah. I the attacks. Yeah, he, he works a corporate job. Now he's thrust, now he's thrust into the spotlight and didn't even ask for this. You know what I'm saying? Um I can take that L in private. You know what I'm saying? So no, I'm all for keeping your relationship business in your house. I feel like this, Claudia, I mean, there is a component of that's great advice, but it just felt ridiculous coming from him. And I think that may have something to do with how he presents, like Q is saying, in the pop culture land. I I really don't think it would matter. I really don't think we care who he's dating, and I really don't think we care, you know, if she comes out or if she wants to shoot it, shout his name from a rooftop. I, I don't know. I. This one's weird. Do you think it's probably because we don't know him like that or we don't care about who he's dating like that? Um, I think it was a little presumptuous of him. It came off like, oh, you better never brag about my name because right. I'll cancel your ass. And you're like, and it's like you're not yeah, even that's how I feel. Oh, that's how I like, accepted it, too. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. Without your money, you're not even desirable. You're not. <laughs> you're not. Without your money, you're not even desirable. Nobody's breaking down doors to be with Stephen A. Smith. Now, I said it, blog that. You're a 55-year-old black man that is extremely successful. You, uh, you know, listen, I'm, sh I'm sure there's people that are that are lining up for him. Someone in the chat said, um, JP said, because he's hiding his snow bunny like the rest of them. I don't know that. I don't know who he dates. I will say this. He's always been kind to me whenever I've seen him. When I try to raise money for Melissa Ford, he's one of the biggest donors. I will say that. I'm going to give him his props. But I will say this. You're in the sports world. We don't really, no one really cares about the commentators who they're dating. There's a lots of yeah. former athletes that are good looking men that people do not even trip on. Um, People don't even like make that a blog story and it's it's fine, right? It, I don't know if he was asked this question or if he put it out there. If he put it out there, it makes it more, I think it just came off a little obnoxious. Like, you know, like, you know, I'm the prize and you ain't about to put me out there. I get what he's saying though. It's smart to not put his relationship out there because people would come for him. As many disagreements as it gets in sports, it'd be easy, right? For someone to attack a significant other if they're losing an argument in sports. Well, that's why your girl, you know, maybe he does it for that reason. So but I, think I, have a, I have a question. Has he ever been married? Has he ever been married? I don't know. I don't know. And and I find it odd with a black man who is as loud as he is, as visible as he is, as wealthy as he is, and as braggadocious as he is, that a lot of men like that, their egos make them want to flaunt mm -hmm. their woman, their supermodel, their Hispanic woman, their uh, white woman, or whatever it is type of woman that they get. Um, and that's why part of me just want to wonder is it even a woman? I don't think he's gay. I didn't say he was. I just wonder. 
You don't have to be gay. There's a new there's a new category, and it's called just not fully heterosexual. Okay. I don't get that vibe from him. I'm not saying that. But either. then again, what do but, I know? But but because we ain't seen nobody, and this you can't in these days and time you can't presume nobody gay. You can't presume nobody straight. So until you show us what the hell you got in, back there in that closet, we can speculate and guess anything. He said a woman. Is it a cisgender woman or a transgender woman? Because you know we got we got different kind of women. Let we me got- clean this. Smith, I think it's smart to not put your woman out there, but I also think at your age and your level of success, it's not going to hurt you. It's actually going to probably make you more likable if we saw you in a committed relationship with a beautiful black queen woman. Cute. What? You know, coming up, find out why people are side-eyeing a film director, and I'm side-eyeing Q, and later we put our soulmate to the test in our segment called Guess what race Stephen A. Smith is dating? No, I'm just kidding. Guess what race? What race? <laughs> so, so what do you kill? Well, I was just saying over the break. You seen who be courtside with Shannon Sharp lately? Since we talking about who people dating or what may be going on in the background. And I'm not saying, but I just find it. You mean the stylist? The style, remember the Holly, the stylist Hollywood? He's yeah. the one that outed Carrie Rose. Carrie Rose. And, they, and ruined wrong. his career, actually. It actually ruined really his career. Really don't get me wrong. Hollywood could be one of the greatest stylists in the industry. But I would have reservations about being in close proximity, considering how the yeah. Carrie Rose situation is down. And then, right. too, your, your stylist is supposed to dress you. It's not like men I wear trains that need to be fluffed and stuff when they're at events. So after he drop your clothes off and tell you what to put on and put on and put on, you don't pay your invoice and send him on his way. You take him to the games with you. I'm just asking. I'm asking. Maybe. Because I style too. So. You know what? I think that maybe Hollywood is a big fan of sports. You know, he's state carry. Well, allegedly. Maybe he just likes to go to the games and he's good company. He's funny. Emphasis on good company. <laughs> Janet A. Sharp is very, I think he's heterosexual. He's a love Nicole Murphy. <laughs> they didn't get together. Anyways. And she look like, like a what? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. I'm not letting you do that right now. Oh, really? no, you do that on she's your YouTube channel. She's a friend, so we can't let you, you do talk that on about your YouTube her. channel. Uh-uh. That's a very beautiful woman in shape. Womp. <laughs> funky, shut up. Mute him. I said to myself, could them your damn friends. The internet says she look like a man. No, she does not look like a man. She does not. <laughs> and Eddie Murphy got caught on the boulevard. Allegedly. Oh, my God. You're going to ruin our show. Uh, director Ethan Hawke is catching some heat. Like, our show is going to be every freaking week because of Funky, revealing that he had no problem directing his daughter's <laughs> sex scene in their recent film, Wildcat. Uh-huh. Was it with a man? <laughs> I'm sick of you. <laughs> what is it? Is what is it? Is all about? What is it? Well, is all We already on thin ice, okay? His right. daughter, 25 year old Maya Hawk, is the star actress in the film. Her father said we were so comfortable with it, I couldn't care less. 
Do you think there needs to be boundaries here in this story and in our show, Al? No, 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 not at all. You know what? When I first thought about it, I was thinking to myself, oh, this is kind of freaky. Is he there directing her through the actual gesture? Is he listening to her fake moans and stuff? But then I started thinking about it. How interesting could it be if fathers were more what would I say, active, not I don't want to say active in a bad way, but more present in helping their daughters understand intimacy and understanding how to, how to um, make a man feel like a man is supposed to. So I thought, you know, once I started thinking about it, I was like, oh, this could actually be kind of interesting if men were more active, especially in our young girls' lives, in understanding what intimacy is and the difference between wanting to just have sex, have intimacy, and the difference in that and love. I think it'd be a good thing. Uh, I, I guess, like, at home, talking on the couch, but during... Well, listen, you got to you got to remember that she comes from two major actors, Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. So she can't get away from it. It's a part of her life. Right. Q? Here's the other thing. Here's what I was thinking. The initial shock is our brains make the correlation between father seeing daughter in the act of intimacy. But all things constant, it really is not an intimate act. There's nothing intimate about what's going on. She's filming a sex scene with 60 um, staff members around. It literally would be if, if, if me and Claudia were playing husband and wife and we had to do a kissing scene, there's nothing intimate about it. It's work. We're working. Right. And we know that we know that there's no intimacy between us. We know that it's fake. We know that, you know, none of that is going on. So I don't think it was a big to do, not to mention they had intimacy coordinators there to coordinate the effort. I'm sure the dad wasn't like, ooh, like like this and moan like that and so on and so forth. So I don't think it was a bad thing, Al, you? No, I don't, I don't. I mean, I actually thought, you know, for once, like how cool is that? I wanted to find the positive in it, but I guess because she comes from two huge Hollywood A-listers, then this is just work. Right? This is just work. This is just dad helping her be the best version of herself as an actor. And in all things constant, you know what? Why not have a director that is actually going to protect you in that moment? Because we hear about a lot of women and men who say they felt unprotected in those moments. And that's why they had to bring on intimacy coordinators. Your dad's a director. He's definitely going to make sure there's nothing funny going on. That she's safe. Yeah. Right. But speaking of questionable fathers, Blueface gave his six-year-old son some life advice on this. Oh, Lord. I hope it was don't turn out like him. He told his son to make sure he gets a Hispanic woman because Latinas be cleaning up. Al, what will it take for Blueface to stop his antics? Listen, I don't know. Oh, well, you know, we know what it's going to take. But let's say this. I will say this, Q. Blueface is young, he's handsome, he's got money in his pocket, and there is a part of the video that I have to say I like. I'm liking Blueface sharing his time with his kids and his family. I like it, I'm sorry, I really do. It looks it looks positive to me. However, when I really think about the comment, it can definitely 110% be viewed as anti-black. And the reason why is, 
it, the reason why that's a problem is because he benefits from black platforms, which is Zeus, and he benefits from black women. See, that's the key right there. These blogs that cover him all the time are mostly run by black women. Black women are the ones that watch his show. Black women are the ones that follow him. Black women are the ones that comment and like what he does. So until black women hold him accountable for this type of talk, he's gonna continue to do it. And in all honesty, black women, you should be tired not good enough you're good enough to follow him you're you, he's good you're good enough for him to have you follow him you're good enough for you to have him support you but you're not good enough for him to date now that is a problem so how long are you black women going to continue to support this type of narrative from this type of guy so i know claudia's gonna have a lot to say about this the only thing i gotta say about him and Krishan, cancel both of them they both they both are toxic um, I'm not allowing y'all to use this he's young excuse anymore. I'm sorry. I had my first college degree at 21, a master's by 23, and another one by 27, and I was young, okay? I grew up around young people who had their stuff together. We keep excusing away bad behavior, talking about they're young. He's a cancer. He's toxic. Tell y'all something, Krishan ain't no better. Y'all don't let this girl pump out this baby and now all of a sudden, I guess y'all female hormones, y'all are pouring into her and giving her all this sympathy and I get it, cool, it's great. She ain't no victim in this situation either. She's just as bad as his ass. And I hate the fact that, like Claudia always says, we're on a race to the bottom and we highlight the lowest common denominator of our culture. Blueface knows exactly what he's doing when he makes comments like he makes. He enjoys this pitting this Latina woman up against black women as a whole, because that's what he did in that moment. And y'all want to say he's young, but he's smart enough to understand the nuance of doing something like that on social media. That boy ain't dumb, and neither is that toothless girl. I think there just comes a point where we as a collective got to take some social responsibility, networks, social media, and people, and just be like, no more of this. We don't want any more of it. Claudia? I hate that there's still an audience for this, and I'm not going to put this on black women. It's not just black women. It's the whole young ratchet society that loves them, because there's lots of people, boys and girls, that like this couple. It wouldn't just... It, yeah, black women consume more television. I'll give you that. But this is not... I, I claim this ain't, I ain't claiming this one. I cannot stand this clown, his mother. I can't stand any of it. I think it's disgusting because we keep rewarding with pains are getting bigger, like the, 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 the riches. And why would they stop? And yes, Blueface, you exact, you are so still worried about Krishan that you will, you will throw your entire, half of your fan base under the bus to piss her off and hurt her and say, get you a Latina. Your whole family's black. And listen to what you say. Get you a Latina. They clean up. They're both, the, the whole crew is just a hot ass mess and everybody needs therapy. Everybody she, needs therapy. She ain't no better, Claudia, because she don't, the, the baby two days old and she on the blog holding the baby crying over him. I'm like, what is this? Therapy across the board. Um, I, 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 soon as I see a, an article on them, I used to comment, I click off. I just can't even take him anymore, them anymore. I can't take it. All right, y'all. Coming up next, join us for a segment, Guess My Race, and later a man flexes his crime on social media like they always do when they get caught, and I love it. Keep it here.
welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to all the people in the chat. Please hit that like button. All right, y'all, you one of those people who claims they don't see color. Do you pride yourself on not feeding into those awful stereotypes that some of them are true? Well, we're going to put that to a test in Guess What Race. Party, so I want to interject one thing. Yes. Now, I, I raise you $100 that I get more than you. I think we should bet and whoever wins got to cash out the other one right here on the show. What is rent due or something, boy? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on, soul mates. I said, I put a hundred dollars. Let's bet. You need a hundred dollars. I ain't do. I, I think okay, a friendly bet will make it fun. Games, though. Huh? Oh, he's scared. Okay, he okay, make it, ten, make it ten dollars. I don't need no ten dollars. Damn. <laughs> so, mates, we want you to also throw your answers in the chat after we read the headline. If you want to go head to head with Q and, and, and bet with him, y'all can. Y'all right. Can <laughs> All right. What's the worst lie y'all ever told to skip work real quick? Anything that comes to mind? I, I, I do. I always, I always lie and say I have diarrhea because I know that that's one of the things that nobody's going to ask. Like if you tell somebody that they have no choice but to have sympathy for you, so that's the one I always use. Diarrhea. Now, okay. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a secret. So what I do is I will Google uh, the obituaries. <laughs> I will say that I've had death in my family, and I will use an obituary that I googled and send it to my employer just in case. Ooh. They're gonna read or check up on it. You good with your lie? I just say a little migraine or something, or yeah, yeah. Now you can say COVID for everything. You can say COVID, right? If you don't, it's in person. All right. Well, well, a Georgia woman faked a pregnancy to get seven weeks of paid time off. She even went as far as to show her coworkers inconsistent photos of her multiple made-up children. She probably got from Google. The woman is now facing three counts of making false statements and one count of identity fraud. Can you guess the race? She of- black all the way. She black. She black. I'm gonna say she I'm gonna say Hispanic. And her Hispanic. name Tamika or Laquan or Shanika. I'm telling you, she black. Now, um, let's see. The the made up woman, the made up children in her photos, they all had different skin tones. That that's what led to the suspicion. Guess what, y'all? It was a white woman. Damn it, man! And she's 41 oh, wow. years old. She look old as hell too. Look at her. Mm. <laughs> okay, I like it. Okay, so zero zero. Okay, two parents have been found guilty of first degree murder after refusing to take their dying diabetic son to the hospital. The 50- Al <laughs> is a serial killer because he be laughing at mad, inappropriate, sad moments that no one's supposed to be laughing. You're the only person that laughed at that moment. No, I'm sorry. Something else happened. happened. Sorry, something else happened off screen. My bad. Al is a murderer. (laughs) I just, sometimes all I have to do, and and the fans should know this by now, all I have to do is just look at Q's face. The bitch want to blame it on me. I didn't even do nothing. And I will bust out that because I know know he's already the judge this one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, all right. The 15-year-old boy passed away from bacterial sepsis brought on by extreme starvation. The parents allegedly knew their son was dying, but refused to treat his medical condition. He was diabetic. Uh, can you guys guess the race of these parents? Suspanic. Did you say suspanic? They were suspanic. Like suspects? <laughs> uh, oh, this one's hard. Mm, I'm going to say uh, non-Hispanic. Mm, I don't know. 
Is that black non-Hispanic? Is that white non-Hispanic? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it open to, to the interpretation from the census. Non-Hispanic. You gotta pick a side, Al. You can't be bi Non-Hispanic is a box that you trick. Non-Hispanic is a box that you check. You're being bi, you being bi right now, real bi. You gotta pick one, come on. Okay, uh, black. The answer, white parents from Canada. Look oh, at the they let him die. He was 15 years old. All right. A man recorded himself pouring a drink on a random homeless black man who was sleeping on the street and minding his own business. The man was homeless. In the footage, you can hear the man's friends hyping him up saying, get his ass and bleep him. Can you guess the race of this man? Um, I think that I remember seeing this story. It went viral. It was a young kid. I want to say he was black. Al? Okay. I agree with you. Black. This is the one you got right. It was a black rap struggle rapper. Mm -hmm. I remember Chicago, this. Lil Reese, and it was so mean. Mm -hmm. What it are was. you doing? But, no, but I think he came back and said it was a prank and that the other guy was on it. I think that I, if my memory serves me correctly, they came back and said it was a prank. Now, mm -hmm. what happened again, Claudia? Uh, you see in the video, you can see he walked up to him and he poured a little bit of his drink on the man. Oh, no, that ain't no prank. Mm -hmm. No, and then, that's probably a pick. And, and that's not the one either. That's not the one I was thinking about either. It was another one. That, that wasn't nice. Why do people do that? Like, they already at the lowest. Like, they already going through it. Why would you? That's so mean. Oh, watch this, Claudia. He, they young. Leave them alone. They young. Let them make mistakes. You wasn't perfect when you was young. That, that's that's how they. That's how y'all excuse him. He had no dad in his life. His he mom right. was mean. He was abused. He got time to change. He not even 30. Okay. Okay. Well, coming up, find out what happened when a man flexed his crimes on social media. Never works out. We'll be back. All right. In the news about dumb criminals, a Florida man is behind bars after flaunting a stolen Mercedes Benz on social media. The 23-year-old used to use the stolen Benz to drive around and commit a series of smash and grabs. He posted a picture on social media wearing the same outfit that he was seen wearing during the break-ins. In the post, he also bragged about having a new Benz. Can you believe this? Alice, go to you first. Absolutely. The, the state of Florida, absolutely. This has to be the dumbest criminal ever. Why would you steal a car and the first thing you do is go to social media about it and then commit a string of criminal activities wearing the same clothes, not covering up the tattoos, <laughs> and, and expected not to get caught. Good old Florida. Look how many stories are out of Florida that we don't even, we can't even put them in the, what the Florida thing. We have to put them like th peppered throughout the show. The overflow, right? You know what? There's a, <laughs> there's a larger conversation here, right? The, the, the larger conversation is we really need to delve into current society and the demand and desire for conspicuous consumption and materialism. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is it that our people, our young people, people our age are so drawn to having to have the bins, the chain, the designer that we're getting to the point now? It used to be when we thought we couldn't go any, we thought escorting was as low as it was going. Then we, we, we made stripping okay. Then, you know, OnlyFans has come out and we've made that okay. Um, and then, you know, now the next tier is
get it just as long as you got it on. You know, we, we borderline made scamming, okay? Um, it's just, we. I, I, I really want a, a, a psychologist at some university to really study current culture and why people have to have these things so bad to the point where they'll do unscrupulous things to obtain them. Um, well, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist at all. I probably need one. Uh, actually, I do. But I, I will say a lot of us are addicted to social media. I'll, I'll go on the record and say I know I am. I spend so many hours. It's embarrassing when I see my screen time for the week. And I think if you're, you know, I'm home by myself most of the time with cats and looking, living my life through social media when I'm not on a plane somewhere, right? Maybe with the popularity of it, we're constantly seeing people that are quote unquote doing well, whether it's so you true feel or not. left out. So you feel Maybe, left out. Yeah. And then you see people getting engaged and you see people with the, so according to social media, no one gets broken up with if They're always breaking up with someone else. Everyone's rich. No one's had surgery. Everyone's mm -hmm. life is so amazing. They're not flying on buddy passes. They're first class or private. So if you're the only one that's not doing it, you know, so I think people are just getting desperate by any means necessary. That with the inflation going up and the wages are not going up the same, people are just getting, which is sad, right? Yeah. I ain't All going right. to jail for nobody. <laughs> now, Andrew Tate has blessed us with a new statistic. He tweeted 95% of pretty girls don't have jobs. What do you think he pulls his information from? His ass. Oh, okay, Q, go ahead. It's flat, white, half, speaking of English, ass. He pulled it from out of his ass because the number ain't 95, it's 75. No. <laughs> no. You know, there really would have been a very profound moment he could have made out of this if he didn't over-exaggerate the number. The reality of the situation is beauty is currency. And, and, and in the society that we live in, if you are a pretty woman, there is a very high chance that you will find a man to take care of you. But don't hate the player, hate the game. You know what, though? I don't I don't like it because I know a ton of beautiful, successful women with jobs and careers, and they do it all while raising kids. Hell, look at Claudia. Claudia has made a career off of her looks, and that woman keeps five or six jobs at all times and a stable of very attractive men. A stable? No, not a stable, Al. Well, you know, <laughs> a stable. But let me tell you what's so interesting about this guy. You know this is the same guy that was accused of human trafficking and rape. Do you know that he has Hustler University that brings, he has 127,000 subscribers. He brings in six million dollars a month with his hustler university and the other thing is someone like this to say something stupid like this his influence on TikTok, he has over 11.6 billion views documented on TikTok. that's why he feels like he has the ability to say that this maybe a 10 15 years ago that was a not not 95 percent but it was closer to the truth nowadays women are outpacing men in a lot of areas, there's a lot of pretty men being taken care of. So let's just say pretty people. I just think it's a little bit more accurate because here in Texas, we have the, the there was a top in the country with female entrepreneurs, and a lot of them are marrying men that do not make anywhere near as much as them. So, all right, Andrew Tate. I'm gonna say this we got here because I know we got to close. I was just thinking about this earlier today. Women are outpacing men in success, but y'all are also outpacing to the race to the bottom too, and we'll talk about that later. No, we're not.
Yes, the sexy reds, the Sukiyanas, the Krishans, y'all, y'all are leading that charge too. Okay, we'll get into that next week or another day. I want to thank my race to the bomb co-host, uh, Funky Not Eva, not Al, and <laughs> for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Make sure you watch the re replay. Stay tuned for McMillan tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye, y'all.